You are listening to Feeling Good, a podcast for dentists. I'm Dr. Laura Mock, the life coach for busy dentists. This podcast explores how to feel better in all aspects of our lives so that we can be our best leaders. If you have been feeling stressed about being the owner of your practice and you want to change what you are getting at work and in your personal life, you are in the right place. Hi, I'm Dr. Laura Mock, the leadership coach for busy dentists. Welcome to another one of my podcasts. Uh, The last time, my last episode was on how to not go home grumpy. And I decided to do a follow-up episode called how to not go home exhausted. (laughs) The reason that I decided to do this is because I was talking with some of my dentist friends and we all agreed that ever since we reopened after the big COVID shutdown, we're more tired when we get home. And I think it has to do somewhat with the PPE that we're wearing. We're getting used to heavier masks and face shields. And then also the fact that I feel like everything at my practice is a little more chaotic and some of us are actually busier and there's not as much order to our days as there were before. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to give you some pointers that I have learned being a a life and a leadership coach on how to help us be less tired when we go home. Now, before I get started on this subject, I have a couple of matters of business to address with you. The first is that I wanted you to know that I developed a course for anyone in dentistry who wants to be more culturally competent when it comes to treating transgender patients. Some of you may know that I have a son who is transgender. He's turning 16 this week. Happy birthday, Max. And um, I just felt like there was sort of a lack of good educational material on how how to treat a transgender patient, how to speak with them so that you can show them that you respect them. So I put together a 90-minute course and it is on the website called Dental Toaster and I will attach a link to this um, course if you want to take it. It's not very much money and it's kind of entertaining plus it'll help you be a better dentist. So I just wanted you to know that that was out there. And then the second matter of business kind of exciting for some of you. I have some slots opening up for my one-on-one coaching program. You know, since I am a dentist three days a week and plus I have to own and manage my office, I really can only coach so many individuals. Um, But I have several of you who are finishing your program in the next month or so. So if you are a female dentist who owns your practice and you want to be a better leader and also be able to enjoy your success better than you have been, this might be the moment that your life pivots because I know I can help you. So if this appeals to you, your first step is is to schedule a discovery session with me. And the easiest way to do that is to go to my website, thelifecoachforbusydentist.com and just click on uh, the scheduling link because it's easy to do. It's on the first page. Um, So if you're thinking about doing that, I want to meet you. (laughs) You should just schedule the discovery session. It doesn't cost anything to do that. And I would love to chat with you. Okay. 
Now we're going to talk about how to not go home exhausted. And I have several bullet points for this podcast episode. I have divided them into physical advice and like thought or mental advice. So we're going to start with the physical stuff. And the first one is huge. And I think it's a problem for all of us right now. And that is that we need to make a concerted effort to be hydrated. I don't know about you guys, but right now I spend my clinical days with like five things on my head. And so it's really difficult for me to get liquid into my mouth during the day. I'm taking care of patients and when I'm in between stuff, I'm not taking it off. First of all, because doffing all of that is kind of a big deal. And secondly, because if I take it off and when I put it back on, it's cooler and it's going to start fogging up. So I just wear it all day and then there's no way to get the liquid into my mouth. So what I suggest is that we start our day with hydration as soon as we wake up. I like to keep a cup of water next to my bed that's ready for me to drink when I wake up. I don't like my water very cold. I kind of like it room temperature, so that works really well for me. But no matter what you like, try to get a big glass of water in as soon as you're awake, and then make sure that you do that a second time right before you don all of your PPE. And then of course, when you are having your lunch, I suggest you do the same thing. And I try to be done with my hydration at dinner time or maybe before, because I don't wanna be waking up in the middle of the night just because I'm well hydrated. So that is my first thing. And I will say, when I am dehydrated, I can feel it in my bones. I'm so much more tired. So make sure you take this important, simple step. Also, added bonus, when you are well hydrated, your skin looks good, helps you look younger. All right. Second little thing, number two, is to make sure that you have strengthened your core muscles. The way we sit and the way we reach for things and the, what we ask our body to do requires core strength. I remember when I first started lifting weights, uh, about two or three months in, I was like, damn, why is it so easy to sit in this chair all of a sudden? And it was because I had strength in both my forward, my anterior, and my posterior core muscles. And a really simple way to do that is to just incorporate a plank in your day. You can start with however many seconds feels comfortable and work your way up. And just take note of when you notice that it's starting to be easier sitting with your patients. And don't forget to do a little cardio every day, even if it's just some a walk or a bike ride with your kids or whatever. A little bit of cardio can go a long way towards giving you endurance for your days. Okay, number three. How many of you have spent some of these days where you've been really busy feeling either hangry or just hungry or shaky? Being busy means that sometimes we can't eat when our body wants us to eat. And what I suggest is that you learn about the difference between being fat adapted and being a sugar burner. So in essence, the way we eat as Americans isn't really a very natural way for the human body to be consuming its nutrition. And we have trained our bodies to be hungry frequently. But if you know how to work the way your body works, you can actually train your body to not be hungry as often. And this would be an effect of changing the way you eat to incorporate intermittent fasting and eliminating some key foods that are very common in the American diet, 
that are making us be sugar burners, okay? So now my weight loss program that I have can train your body to go for hours without needing to eat. And of course the bonus is that you, if you're doing this so that you um, are more comfortable during work, the bonus is it's just easier to control your weight when you do it this way. And many of us have gained some COVID weight just because of the shutdown and the stress and then how we're eating lately. So if this sounds interesting to you, know that I can help you with this um, or you can do it on your own. If you want to do it on your own, I would start with my podcast. I have episodes three, five, and six that are about um, training your body to be hungry less often. So start there and then reach out to me if you want some help. Okay, number four. I strongly suggest that if you're not doing this yet, you incorporate block scheduling into your days. Now we got away from this when we opened back up because I didn't know what things were going to be like. And ever since we opened back up, things have just been kind of getting stuck wherever. And I have definitely noticed that without the order that the blocks give, I'm tired and I don't know where I'm at. Like my days before were so much more predictable. So we're gonna be working in my own office on re-instigating the block scheduling. What's really nice about having block scheduling is not only do you have a more orderly day, but it saves your time, it protects your time for those high production procedures that you like to do. And it minimizes, doesn't eliminate, but it minimizes interruptions. So block scheduling. And if you want help learning how to block schedule, again, you can reach out to me or there's plenty of resources online on how to do that. Okay, number five. This is the last physical one and it's kind of in between physical and mental. So that's why I put it last, transitioning, is to make sure that your next vacation is scheduled right now. Put it on your books. I don't know about you guys, but when we opened back up, we eliminated some of our weeks of vacation. I mean, I was scared. I was like, can we even, is this even something that makes money anymore? <laughs> I'm not really sure how this is gonna work. So I cut out some vacations when we reopened and I've noticed, you know, it's been several weeks now since we've had a proper vacation and I'm starting to feel it. But here's what's really interesting. Taking time off makes you more productive. If you don't believe me, you reach out to me and I'll prove it to you. And the other thing is that um, when your patients are sensing some scarcity, sort of like, oh, Dr. Laura's not available this week because she's going to be closed or, you know, in three weeks she's going to be closed. So if you want that work done, you better schedule it right now. Then that sort of increases the demand on your time when they sense that um, scarcity. And then the other thing is just having your own feeling of being refreshed and also your team's feeling of being refreshed. Because remember from my episode a few weeks back, how your team feels matters a lot towards your bottom line. And also, of course, we're talking about not being tired. So um, the vacation is very, very important. And here's another thing. So we've talked about how the fact that our feelings come from our thoughts. And we, when we have a vacation coming up, we have a believable thought that is something like, I have a break coming up. I might be tired right now, but I have a break coming up and I'm going to do this special thing during my break. And when I think the thought, I have a break coming up, the emotion that I get 
is relieved. Um, and that feels great. It, it takes away some of that exhaustion. What does I have a break coming up bring for you guys? It's something to think about. Or is there a different thought that you can think about your vacation and how it makes you feel? Okay. So now we're on to the second half of the podcast episode, which is on the stuff about our brains, the mental stuff. So I have a theory that a lot of the reason that we're extra tired right now is because we just have extra stuff going on in our heads. And that's okay. We're all doing fine with it. But if you want to be less tired, keep on listening. First of all, I suggest that you find a way to share your feelings with some friends. And by friends, I mean other practitioners at least, but hopefully other dentists, other female dentists if you can get there. You know, this is really a wild time and we need to be able to share how we're feeling. We need to also be understood and we have a human need to help those around us. In fact, helping those around us actually is more helpful than feeling understood. So you got to find yourself a group of ladies and figure out a way to be having an ongoing conversation with them about how everybody is feeling. Now, I have some suggestions about this because technology has evolved in the realm of group communication, and this is going to make your life much, much easier. Okay, so for example, I have a couple of different groups of ladies that I talk to on an app called Marco Polo. Marco Polo is texting except it's with a video. So when you're having a conversation, first of all, you don't have to hunch down and use your thumbs to make your little message. You can just talk. And so you can talk at any time that's convenient for you. And then you can listen to your people respond at another time that's convenient for you. So unlike having a phone call where you both need to be free at once, Marco Polo or Voxer, which is just the voice version of Marco Polo, um, you can be that you can do that whenever it works for you. So it's a great way to keep a conversation going with the group. And then there's um, there's like Facebook Messenger, there's Facebook groups, there's GroupMe. Those all are going to be helpful for um, busy people to have opportunities to keep in touch. Now, I want to make sure that you do not think that scrolling through Facebook newsfeed or even scrolling through Facebook groups, dental groups, ugh, I really don't think that that makes you feel understood and helpful. Although you can tell me if I'm wrong, but most of the time when I'm in a Facebook group, I mean, I've got this anxiety of like, am I doing it right? Oh my gosh, look at that beautiful case. Could I do something that pretty? I don't think so. Am I selling enough? You know, I just start to really worry about myself and, and do that comparison game. So we're talking about a small group of trusted friends and how you can talk to each other. Okay. All right. Number seven. This is really, really important. We need to understand the concept called emotional adulthood. So during this time, when we are encountering our patients and our team, and we're all going through hard times, um, we start to carry the worry of the people around us. So we encounter each patient, they tell us our story, we take that worry and we like put it in a backpack um, to carry with us for the rest of the day. 
oh, Mrs. Jones is lonely, or Mr. Jones has COVID, or, um, you know, this patient had to have a baby all by herself because she went into the hospital. They wouldn't let other people in. And we're starting to do this thing where we're collecting these rocks of worry in the backpack, okay, till the end of our day. But with the concept of emotional adulthood, we can still love our patients and our people without having to take those rocks around with us. And this is the concept. I am 100% responsible for my feelings and nobody else's feelings. So I cannot make other people feel anything and I cannot remove their pain by carrying their sadness. They can't feel my emotions and I can't feel their emotions. All I can feel is what I'm picturing them feeling. And it's the same for them. They can picture what I'm feeling, but I can't give that physical sensation to them. So that's true for any situation. And it's definitely true for when you're thinking about carrying one another's burdens. What we want to do is we want to focus on showing love, but not on trying to feel worried for someone because it doesn't serve any purpose and it makes us tired. When we have sad patients, we can mourn with them, but remember that carrying their sadness doesn't do anything. It doesn't help them at all. So we can hug them. Well, metaphorically, we can hug them because COVID. Um, but then we can move on knowing that our emotions come from our thoughts and their emotions come from their thoughts. So that's emotional adulthood. And if you want more information about emotional adulthood, I will include a podcast that you can listen to from some super smart people um, that's just about emotional adulthood. Okay, number eight, and we're coming to the end here, is that I want you to consider talking to a coach. Now, I don't want to brag, but <laughs> um, I have an uncanny ability to help you, my female dentist practice owners, to feel renewed and empowered in order to face your problems. And, you know, even just getting ready for this podcast, I heard from my person that I coached yesterday and she said, I gotta look here. This is in quotes. I just want to tell you, thank you. The mind is a powerful muscle that before you, mine was running amok. And I hear this from my clients all the time. So if you're feeling like you've got these emotions that need a little bit of direction and help, and if you're, if you're not feeling the way you want to, then this is something that I can help you with. Like I have, I am certified and ready to give this a go with you. And if you decide to invest in coaching, it is my commitment to you that it will be the best money that you ever spent on yourself. Now, if you are thinking about reaching out, I want you to know that right now is kind of a good time. Um, and it's not gonna last because like I said, I can't fit that many people into my schedule. And I have a couple of clients that are finishing up sometime soon. So what I decided to do just to try to shake things up is I am actually running a special right now. Um, so for my three month program, anybody who 
has a discovery call with me between now and the end of September. No, wait, sorry, not the end of September. The end of October, it's 30% off, which is a huge savings and it's a really big value for you, but you gotta get your discovery call in before the end of October. Um, just trying to you know close out this year strong. And so that's the, the offer that I'm making to you. And so if you've been like a little bit tempted to reach out, I'm telling you right now is probably the best time that you could have because I have all this experience under my belt now and I am ready to enroll some more clients and help some more people. So that is what I have for you today. I will have some pertinent links for you in the show notes and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Thanks everybody. Thank you for listening to Feeling Good, a podcast for dentists. To download my free workbook on how better leadership starts with your feelings, go to my website, thelifecoachforbusydentist.com and click on Get Free Help.